Welcome everyone to today's edition of our No Code, Low Code podcast series. So my name is James Fenton Bland and I'm the Global Developer Relations Lead for Zebra Technologies. And joining me today, we have Mike Lewis from Retool. So hey Mike, it's, uh, it's great to have you on. I hope you're doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, James. Yeah, well, thanks for being here. So, uh, yeah, let's just uh, dive straight into it, shall we? So, um, as with all of these podcasts, I think it's good to uh, start with a little bit about yourself and your background, if that's okay. Sure, yeah, that's great. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yeah, so I'm Micah, as you mentioned. Um, I've been living in San Francisco for about um, the last 12 or 13 years. Um, most of my career has been as an iOS engineer, probably the first like seven or eight engineer or seven or eight years um, working at Square. I was also an engineering manager for a little bit there. Um, since then, I've also worked at Instagram for a few years and um, I've been at Retool for about two years now as an engineering manager and growing um, the team known as Retool Mobile. Awesome. That's a fairly impressive CV. I like it. So um, Thank you. just out of curiosity, you've obviously got a strong iOS background. Have you ever developed on Android as well? Uh, yes, I did. Um, so I managed some Android engineers at Square, which is kind of developing. I knew a lot about it. But um, when I was working at Instagram, I uh, worked on push notification infrastructure on Android as well as um, um, low-level camera stuff. Awesome. And uh, which one do you prefer? Bear in mind, Zebra's an Android company. <laughs> oh, uh, I like them both. Honestly, um, for personal use, I'll say I use an iPhone, but uh, for like utility and tools. And honestly, there's like a lot of really cool like operating system stuff on Android. So they both have their own merits. Great answer. Very diplomatic. I like it. <laughs> Um, all right, so just as a, an icebreaker then, before we sort of get into the meat of the presentation, when you were younger, what is it that you wanted to do and how did you kind of end up, uh, you know, working at Instagram and then eventually at Retail now? Yeah, so early on, I wanted, I think I wanted to be an architect. A lot of kids want to be an architect, I think, or a firefighter and whatnot. Um, as I got older, though, I um, I really liked computers, so um started doing like websites in elementary school um, in middle school instead of paying attention to my math class I was uh, was playing video games on my calculator and eventually started writing games for them and uh, it was I knew I wanted to do programming after that it's just really satisfying to be able to just type some stuff out and see your creation immediately Awesome. Yeah, I guess there's quite a lot of uh, similarities or overlap, I guess, between architecture and software development, right? You know, there's they seem completely different, but I think there's a, a lot of similarities there. And to your point as well about the gaming, I think that's a, a regular sort of backstory for developers as well and how they get into the industry. I have a similar story, not calculators per se, but definitely gaming. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, so um, yeah, I think that's enough about you and I. Uh, so let's get into the actual meat of the present, uh, the podcast, not the presentation. Um, so do you mind just telling us a little bit more about Retool at a high level? Sure, so Retool is a developer platform for business software. It was founded in 2017. Um, it, Retool is, like I said, a developer platform for building internal tools. Um, one can use like a visual development environment, uh, drag and drop widgets on a page. Um, you can use JavaScript and SQL to build custom internal tools that are 
we say they're 10 times faster than building internal tools from scratch, sometimes faster even, I think. Um, and, yeah, we solve a lot of um, business problems for companies by building internal tools. Um, Retool Mobile itself is basically taking these um, our robust developer platform where you can just use JavaScript and SQL and allowing you to build really robust native apps um, that leverage like very specific Android platforms that allow you to use location based off offline mode, um, integrating with APIs such as Zebra Data Wedge. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. So with the focus on it being like an internal tool development platform, what sort of made you carve that niche out specifically rather than sort of be a little bit more broad in terms of the, the tooling you support? Uh, so, yeah, Retool is very developer focused. Um, we basically let you write any JavaScript you want. So a lot of our customers really have specific needs that are that go beyond just your like standard here's a button and you can only do a couple things um like our customers want to connect to basically whether it's a stripe api or um to provide refunds or their sql database to do audit logs etc uh, we, we're basically the fastest way you can do that and you know best way to build maintainable code for our customers. Awesome. Um, all right. So you touched on it there, I think, that, uh, you know, Retool is what we would call a developer-first company, so a company that really has developers at the forefront of their mind. Um, Zebra is sort of uh, slightly different. We're more of a developer-plus company. Um, so as a developer-first company, with the primary focus being developers, um, what sort of things do you do to work with your developer community and to empower them to build stuff on Retool Mobile? Right, so um, Retool as a whole does a lot of things. Um, our whole organization is based around engineering and developers. So we have sales engineers and deployed engineers that work with our customers throughout the life cycle of our engagements with them. For Retool Mobile and our other new product lines and other new features in general, um, even our engineers building these features interface directly with our customers who are developers. So um, it's really important for us to not just allow our customers to build tools quickly, but um, we want to make them build tools that are also like very powerful and very quickly. So working with our developers and finding out um, like just exactly how their customers work and how their workflows are um, allows us to make the, the best tools possible. So if it's, um, say, we have a developer building for a workforce in a warehouse, it's really important to know, like, how they, you know, if they're, like, you know, how they scan the barcodes, um, just their general workflows, if they're meeting um, trucks at a loading dock, et cetera. Um, basic, without that knowledge, we can't build the most optimal tools for them. So is it fair to say that you try and put yourself in the developer's shoes that you're trying to serve the needs of? Yeah, um, basically every day. We call it dog fooding. So we we like to use our own product all the time. So um, 
we often find a lot of insights when building um, building software with our own tools. It's like, oh, we could have done this easier. This where there's like rough edges or UI polish. So um, we are developers building for developers, and even though we have like a very strong product org and design org, our engineers are also like they are owners of the product itself too, because um, there's like a lot of like customer empathy. I would say. Awesome. So it sounds like there's a, like an en- engineering-centric culture throughout Retool. Oh, very much so. Awesome. Yeah, it sounds like an awesome place to work. Um, okay, so um, just moving on then, um, I know we talked about Retool at quite a high level. Can we talk a little bit more specifically about some of the products, I suppose Retool Mobile uh, specifically? Sure. Um, absolutely. That's the one I'm most familiar with. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Retool Mobile um, – like I mentioned, it's um, leverages our greater developer platform where we can build stuff with JavaScript, SQL, et cetera. But on top of that, we um, we solve a lot of very mobile-specific problems. So um, it's actually um, near and dear to me working, uh, building like iOS and Android apps and deploying them through the app stores and building offline mode and stuff. All that stuff's really, really hard to do on a one-off basis. So we try to um, we try to really allow for super easy distribution and offline mode and geolocation all these things that are really hard to do on mobile in a one-off basis and it's you just get it for free as part of our platform um, and you don't have to be a seasoned mobile developer you might have to know a little JavaScript or SQL but you can build these very very high-performing, robust apps, and deploy them to your end users really quickly. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think one of the things I saw on your website when I was doing a little bit of research before this um, was that you have built out your own database, I think, that people can plug into. So you've got your own sort of database framework or, or system set up. I was curious what made you sort of implement that. I think most other, you know, companies that I've spoken to would just do integrations or APIs into existing solutions. What was it that made you build out a full solution yourselves? Right. Uh, so I believe you're uh, referring to our one of our new products called Retool DB. So mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of reasons why we built it out, but one of the core reasons is when you're creating a new application. A lot of times it's really hard to just find a host for your Postgres database, et cetera. Uh, so we wanted to provide an all-in-one solution. So you sign up for Retool. You have your database ready for you. You can build your um, you can build your web dashboard, et cetera. You can now build your mobile app with Retool Mobile. And we also have another new product line that's really interesting called Workflows, which is essentially a cron job, but a million times better because you can write really interesting things with JavaScript. Um, you can reuse all our connection to third-party APIs, et cetera. You can talk to your retool DB, um, and soon you'll be able to send push notifications to your mobile application. Cool. Um, so it sounds like everything is really geared towards, you know, if you're an existing developer, basically taking the legwork out of everything for you making it as simple as possible and as quick as possible, back to your, your first comment there, um, to actually build those solutions while also catering to non-developers uh, who 
don't essentially need to know much code outside of basic scripting. Exactly. Um, yeah, it, I like to think it scales up with our developers. So um, one example is like our support team, they maintain some of their own dashboards, um, et cetera. But, you know, our really seasoned engineers still find a lot of value in these tools. Really cool, really cool. Um, okay, so um, what are some of the key use cases for your product? I imagine it's probably quite varied, but what would you say are some of the key ones? So overall, we're targeting a field workforce. It is, or in general, like any Furby tool mobile, anybody who doesn't sit at a desk all day essentially is a target audience for us. So um, it's really large. But uh, to touch on a couple of our core use cases and customers, um, we have field site inspection companies. Um, one is called Estrella. There is another company called Equipment Share, which is a tool trailer where contracts can rent items from and they scan barcodes, rent helmets, et cetera. Um, there's Glocally, which is a last mile logistics company, and it supports a warehousing app for receiving and delivering parcels. And then another really interesting one, and it's kind of it's still a field workforce case, but pretty different than a warehouse or a logistics company, is this company called Husby, which is um, a property technology company in Dubai. And they use our app to manage real estate listings. Um, people can sign their name with our signature pad, et cetera. And uh, they're rolling it out to about 30 agents in the coming weeks. It's a good use case, yeah, a good example. I think um, when you were going through all those things, I couldn't help but think there was a lot of intersect there with some of, you know, Zebra's key verticals and things like that, especially the uh, transport and logistics uh, segment as well. Yeah, that's that's pretty much our main focus so far. Um, it's like our top used widgets are barcode scanners and um, aside from, and a list view, but barcode yeah. scanners, the next one. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's probably true for every app for list view, but yeah, barcode scanners, well, that's music to our ears being a barcode scanning company as well. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, on that topic, that kind of uh, segues nicely into the next question, which was, you know, what Zebra features do you support specifically? I know you briefly mentioned Data Wedge uh, in a previous answer. Yeah, so Data Wedge is the first one we've implemented. Uh, we've We had customers knocking on our door like, do you support Zebra? Do you support Data Wedge? And um, we we implemented it pretty quickly for them because it's such a simple API with the intents and whatnot. Uh, we also have plans on integrating printer APIs in the future as, um, and have been exploring some other ones. But those are our top two right now for us from the customers. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think they're two of the main ones for us as well. And then, you know, especially in the TNL space, perhaps uh, RFID might be something to consider as well, uh, you know, given the prominence of RFID for tracking and things like that in, in the TNL vertical as well. Yeah, RFID is really interesting. We do, we do already support just NFC using the integrated hardware on the phones, but we have had a couple of requests for RFID, so that's definitely on a roadmap too. Awesome. Perfect. I know on some of our devices, we actually have uh, data edge APIs for RFID as well. So maybe that could be an easy place to start. Yeah, you might, you might just work already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah, you never know. 
All right, perfectly. So um, more broadly then, and not necessarily uh, Zebra focused, are there any particular features or, or integrations within Retool Mobile that you think would be real particular interest to developers? Anything you want to call out? Um, I need a second to think about that. Uh, no problem. Overall, um, I think our superpower is going to be hardware integrations in general. So whether it's like IoT type devices, um, you know, we have, we've been talking to trucking or mining companies that want to use their, not just like a geolocation sensor, but they want accelerometer data, et cetera. Um, just a lot of, there's a lot of different sensors and whatnot that hook up to mobile devices that you don't really, there's some web APIs that you can access some of them, but most of them you really need a native solution for. So that's where I think we're going to have a lot of integrations. Excellent. Yeah, being a hardware manufacturer as well, I think that sounds very good to us. So, um, you know, on that point, it's, let's say uh, a customer who uses Retool Mobile or is interested in doing so, um, but they have a particular integration they'd like to see, be it a Zebra integration or otherwise, how would they go about getting that feedback uh, to you and the team? And how do you go about um, deciding on what to prioritize? Uh, so right now what we're actually, let me rewind. Um, so to get feedback to the team, um, we have an email address. I don't have it off the top of my head, but um, we check feedback that way. We also have our a community forums that's pretty robust. Um, we started a retool mobile one inside of it a while ago where we, put our updates and get feedback for feature requests. A lot of our features are mostly decided on what customers need right now. So since we're, you know, we're a new product team, Retool Mobile just launched within the last year publicly. Um, and we really try to prioritize what unblocks customer value right now. So when we implemented our Data Wedge API, it was like, one of our customers, or actually one of our potential customers, was like, we really need Data Wedge API, um, and we just did it for them. So right now it's based on immediate need, and there's some, like, overall strategic investments we do, like offline mode and whatnot. Well, it's always uh, reassuring to see that you're receptive to feedback from, from the field anyway. That's awesome. I think that's yeah. a great opportunity to sort of plug some of the work we've been doing in the background. So we will have a Retool mobile page uh, dedicated on our developer portal that will be going live uh, probably by the time this podcast is published, so in fact, almost certainly. Um, and inside that page, you can engage with uh, specific documentation and tutorials for Retool specifically, uh, but you also have the opportunity to engage on our forums as well as Retool's forums um, to provide that feedback. So if it's Zebra-based feedback, we'd love to hear it. If it's Retool-based feedback, I'm sure we can collaborate on that together as well. Just a little plug there for our website as well. So um, I think that brings us towards the end of our conversation. Mike, it's been fantastic speaking with you. Um, but is there anything that we sort of didn't cover that maybe you'd like to, to discuss or bring up at this point? Uh, thank you. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for the time. I did have one question. Um, what retool integrations um, from your perspective, do you think we could unlock a lot of customer value aside from just the standard data wedge API? 
Yeah, so I, th- I think as we talked before, you know, data wedge really is the key one. I think data wedge unlocks so much value just in and of itself. So it's fantastic that that's where you started. That makes a ton of sense. I think after there, it really does become a bit fragmented and it depends what uh, sort of industry and vertical you're working in. I think printer and uh, RFID SDKs are both right up there in terms of prominence and importance. So I think those would be two very interesting ones to integrate. I know the printer one is on your roadmap. Uh, the RFID one, from my uh, personal opinion, would be awesome as well. I know that um, you know, coming from an Android developer background, I'm pretty good at developing Android apps. When I've tried to plug in with our RFID SDK, the SDK itself is straightforward, but the whole RFID technology is an industry in and of itself. You could study it in your entire career and you know, still not be an expert, so we say. So I think any tool that can take the complexity out of RFID for someone who's a developer in a specific platform, I think that would be worth its weight in gold. So, yeah, those are my two cents. Oh, that's awesome. We'll, we'll definitely look into it because that's very aligned with our um, mission of making really complex stuff simple and accessible. Fantastic. Music to my ears. I'll have to keep an eye out for that one then. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's excellent. Well, Mike, as I mentioned, it's been a sort of an absolute pleasure talking with you today. Uh, it's great to, to catch up. To our audience, uh, we hope you found this episode useful. Um, if you do have any questions, uh, feel free to reach out to us on the Zebra side directly at developer at zebra.com. And uh, yeah, that's a wrap. So thank you all very much. And Mike, thank you once again. Great. Thank you so much.